0: me episode 330 you've got to throw some cold water on this situation start talking about nerd stuff you know nerd culture is mainstream now so when you use the word nerd derogatorily it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist system activate this is netheads with will wilkins and trent hunsaker
1: it's a tech podcast tech podcast but we are a sh- Ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Oh, that was fun. Welcome everybody. Another edition of Netheads. My name is Will.
0: And I'm Trent.
1: If you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways. The main one, Twitter Trent. Tell them how they do that.
0: Uh, well, it's it's the one that I check uh, m- most frequently. It's using the hashtag NetHeads. Not unlike longtime listeners of the show, uh, Ryan Connolly, a.k.a. Carval, that's with a K and three A's, and uh, RollerDogNC, uh, Matthew Corey, Roller Dog NC Will. Uh he said in follow up to our previous episode uh we were talking about uh ABC all access and how it's expanding its its library incorporating a lot more Paramount movies well apparently currently there is a Zoolander animated film via the all access uh do you think Ben Stiller's in it or did they just get like you know the guy that does No Tony pr- Stark
1: no, they probably got like Joe got it to voice it, or you know, somebody, uh, yeah, yeah. just yeah. not him, no, not main talent there. But, um, thank you for sharing that. I wasn't, although, did you say ABC All Access when you meant Paramount Plus, yeah. which is C- CBS All Access? Yeah,
0: excuse me, yes, CBS, yes.
1: Uh, Mike D pointing out, I'm watching West Virginia now, so I'll have to tune back in. But Agnes drives a Volvo, so did Gustavo Fring and Breaking Bad. Oh, look. Th- that's that's some Wandavision things because the title is one. Folks, I clickbaited. you, I gotta be honest. We aren't really gonna talk about Wandavision other than the fact that I'll say that Trent. Big news of the day, of course, is that the seventh episode did drop today on Disney Plus. I tweeted about the fact that we live in a modern era where if the movie theaters were still open and like Marvel movies were premiering, you know, it, the premiere night. Well, they open Friday, but you can see it as early as like six o'clock on Thursday. So. Sure. Why don't yeah. they cut this shit of dropping it at midnight our time, three a.m. East Coast time, and drop these episodes at a time where people don't have to stay up and and they don't have to feel like they can't watch it because they're at work and all that business?
0: Um, foxes, bloodhounds, heat-seeking missiles.
1: Okay, fair yeah. enough. Nice to know you've still got your patented answers that are ready at the get-go. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's really me. Just what were first world problems? Oh, I can't get my media to a conve- I What do you mean? I gotta go to bed or compromise sleep? Um, and I will. Yeah. I will admit too. Today, uh, I was a bad boy. I'm like, oh, today is the day that the 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 look. Let's not call this. It, today's the day the shit's gonna go down. Right, we're gonna see some stuff. And so I wasn't thinking, and I put it on this morning. And then my wife uh, sent me a message She's like, "What are what are what are you watching right now?" Yeah. And so later on, she's like, you cheated on me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I, I, but in all honesty, I, I was distracted. It wasn't a proper way to watch it. So, uh, definitely, uh, got, I also, I also got caught mid episode, so I had to turn it off. So, um, things got awkward, but it's okay. Uh, the only, uh, bad thing about watching this show with my wife is like certain things happen, Trent. And, uh, and literally I heard the words, I mean, how is it he's married? Cause I'm like, Oh, Oh, credit scene, post-credit scene, mid-credit scene. I went nuts and a lot of stuff happened. If you read the comics, a lot of things that people have been thinking happened in WandaVision today. Uh but last night before I went to sleep, the reason why uh, like the main thing to talk about today when you're talking about story structure itself, I realized that this is one is like the the last 3 episodes. So this is like the first of the final 3, which means if you watch any type of serialized television, today is the big reveal or the conflict or no, no, this one is the reveal next week is the major conflict. And then the final episode is the resolution. That's the way it always plays out. Right. So that's why I was equally excited and wanting to, to see it. And, um, and it, these are the things that drift through my head before I go to sleep. My wife is like, that's that's what you think about? You know, I'm like, when is COVID going to end? You know, when can our kids go back to school? When will we be safe again? Yeah.
0: Well, but the, the last three episodes are all an hour long, right? That's which is different than the previous episodes.
1: No, no. Trent, no. I know this is going to be hard to believe, but the Internet isn't the most reliable source of information.
0: Yeah, so because I I'm pretty sure gosh I, I think it was Marvel tweeted that out or something
1: I saw that it was attributed to Kevin feige but you know I didn't I didn't have a oh, confirmation
0: that, that's what it was yeah so it was just a half hour then
1: yeah it was about 31 minutes but you know the nice thing is once and and you're gonna experience this all at once so you know you're you're waiting you're you're being the smart one because you're not like I're ah, gonna wait for another Friday um yeah but I will say that they are using the time well, but the only thing about this show is that you've really got to get through the first three episodes to, uh, to, for it to really hit its stride. But that's like any show, and with a high highbrow concept like this. Although I will say one little mild spoiler-ish thing, which truly isn't actually a spoiler, but, you know, okay, what the heck, for the heck of it, we'll put up the spoiler zone warning. Um there was this, today's episode, because all the episodes are like a, a a parody, if you will, or not even a parody. They're like a reflection upon certain broadcast decades. And tonight's, uh, today's episode was like the, uh, the modern family, the testimonial, the office style show. You know, it's like these people are speaking. Yeah. And what's funny is people say it's like the modern family when really I think the office is the one in the U.S. that kicked off that format.
0: Yeah, and and the the um, using B shots that are hand, uh, handheld or shoulder cams in the U.S. I think kind of started with um, Battlestar Galactica.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I, never, I didn't think about that, but it's true. Um, but yeah,
0: any, it's not like the, the the main shot. You know, if they're they're getting angles, it's always done with with a hand camera on a shoulder cam. And I, 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 think that's the, at least for me, that's what I remember—the the very first like, kind of voyeuristic view of of using your cameras. Yeah,
1: you like that voyeuristic. I know you. Um, the funniest moment for me, though, um, because like I'm I'm talking to my wife as this is going on, and like my biggest problem is like, okay, but wait a second. So this is an alternate kind of reality that people are living in, but but like, so suddenly they're sitting there talking. And then it cuts away to like that testimonial style interview. And I'm like, oh, okay. and then I'm like, but wait a second. How is this? How is this happening? Is this part happening yeah. in their mind? Or? And then the most beautiful part of the whole episode is that it, it does one of these cutaways and Vision is talking. He's like, "Well, what? No, wait a second. This is this is absurd. I've got, I've got, I've got to go." And he he like rips off the mic and walks off. And then it instantly cuts to where he was, and he's already like flying out of frame. So it's like, I don't know where it's happening, but I love the way that they address the absurdity of the moment because it's just like, "Why am I? Why am I here doing this? What is what is happening?" It was just yeah, it, the biggest tongue-in-cheek moment.
0: Yeah, not not unlike how. Uh... Doom Patrol uh, acknowledges uh, things that you might you might be like sitting like, wait a second, that that's not come on. And then they address that. And you're like, OK, they get it. They 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 know what's going on.
1: Yeah, they the tongue in sheet stuff is great. But that was part of the beautiful part of uh, definitely was season one of doom patrol where it was just very self-referential and mr nowhere oh hey got rid of me uh mr nowhere was uh you know just like oh we'll just wait for the next episode because very very rick and morty as well you know they're very hyper aware which by the way when are we getting another season i know it's it's really rough it shouldn't be asking that but you know everybody's at home so why can't they be producing stuff
0: anyway oh of, of the Rick and Morty or the doom Patrol
1: Rick and Morty I'm sure I I know I heard that we got a green light on the third season of Doom Patrol pretty sure I think re, Trent's looking it up anyway uh, but Trent uh, uh I'm I, I just I'm envious of the journey that that is forthcoming for you because I, I know a lot of people were generally concerned a lot of people look I'm sounding like the rhetorical former, um, uh, chief anyway, people are
0: saying, people are saying this, people yeah. said this.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what people, but people are anyway, <laughs> I had concerns like how, you know, how is Marvel going to do television? Because we had kind of seen this offshoot of Marvel television and now it's all under the Feige of things. Right. And the thing is, uh, first of all, no concerns. They are they are pulling it off, and they are pulling it off damn well. It is a journey I am thoroughly enjoying, and one thing I will tell you is, after those first three episodes, Trent, every time the ep- the episode comes to an end, it like cuts to a please stand by, and it is the most frustrating thing to see pop up on your television because, oh man, it will it will. Actually, it won't frustrate you at all because you'll just be like, play next episode and yeah, life will be good for you. For the rest of us, we're the schmucks. Um, the other well, thing
0: it, it, I was just gonna say that it, it's interesting though that it's taken a while to get to the congruent style or, um, I don't know, just just thought process of, of, of everything moving forward, especially now with it being mostly centralized in Disney plus because uh agents of shield right mm-hmm. extremely popular tons mm-hmm. of of tie-ins to the MCU mm-hmm. uh and then spawned off into the inhumans which did not do well at all on ABC and so uh I, I think that now they can play more to the the fan person the the super fan in Mar- uh Disney plus rather than having to Try and keep things as broad and general and formulaic as possible, as you know, may have been done for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then later with uh, Inhumans.
1: And and don't forget, there was Runaways as well, which I mainly bring up because um, what is the name of that book? Is it The Dark Hold? Is that the name of the uh, the powerful evil book? It, it really featured heavily in one of the seasons of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, I th- I feel like we saw something in this story that may be uh, similar to that which kind of made me excited. But um yeah, they're they're doing really well and and now I have no I'm like I'm even more excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up. And I also saw somebody speculate, I don't know if this is accurate, but literally 2021 is like the year of Marvel TV on Disney Plus because there's the entire run of WandaVision and then yep. there will be like a behind the uh, mask production special of the making of one division. And then the next week, and then immediately after that will be Falcon and winter soldier. And then there'll be a making of for that when it wraps up. And then it's like, what if, and then, so they just are rolling through all of the TV shows. I think if, if they're not COVID impacted.
0: Yeah. Uh, on the, the Marvel website, um, I'm just going to read this here. It, this is so this is an addition, right, to WandaVision and to the uh, Black Widow series and the or er, uh, movie and the uh, Eternals movie that's coming out. Uh, but also, uh, it says uh, they're just getting started. As on the small screen, and additional Disney Plus series will feature characters like Loki, Miss Marvel, and Kate Bishop. So Kate Bishop is Girl Hawkeye, essentially, right? Uh awesome series uh by David Aja and um Matt Fraction uh with Steve Lieber uh doing fill ins um based on that comic. And then Miss Marvel. This is the this is the uh new version, the the re- the uh she named herself Miss Mar- Marvel in homage to the current Captain Marvel.
1: Okay. So Yeah, and and also I don't know when I don't know if we're getting it this year but uh like I'm even I'm a lot more excited for She Hulk than I was before and somewhere in all this mess too is mo- I'm now I'm thinking back to all the announcements I got to see in Hall H which by the way totally alien concept to me now sitting in a gigantic space with all those nerds with a pungent smell that you can you can really uh detect and like I don't know, you've probably noticed this in other places too Trent, but like when you have all those bodies when they finally bring the lights back up if you look up there is a disgusting mist that's up there, right? It's yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. in this era a hovering cloud of death Trent.
0: It is. <laughs> and, and like if it what to happened today? Literal death.
1: Yeah. And but uh, but I remember the announcements and that was I don't even I don't I think Moon Knight may have been after the fact that ABC or at uh like D23 or something, but um, I remember all those announcements and Jeremy Renner coming in and the hype at the time was high, but then like everything kind of felt delayed. Uh, all I can say is they are at least doing, in my opinion, everything right in regards to uh, knowing the properties they have and the things that they need to create to get the people to go onto the service and subscribe.
0: Yeah. Oh, ab- absolutely. And even more like and this is so frustrating for a lot of you know us who are on so many different subscription services they're keeping us happy with the service right it, it's they've got us there i mean uh um uh, uh the mandalorian got us there right oh yeah and now they're keeping us satisfied with with the product by continually rolling out things that are making us happy that's that's always the worst part and honestly that's that's what i think uh paramount plus uh nee, uh cbs all access they you know we've got the star trek we're going to bring you in but they haven't been able to to like continually deliver something else aside from that
1: Yeah, I mean, they did a pretty decent job with The Stand. It had its finale last week. I don't remember if we we, we didn't talk about it because we broadcast on Tuesday. Um, All I will say is that, uh, again, it's too big of a story to have told in the small number of chapters they told. So there are some things I would have liked to have seen that I didn't. But I went into the finale with an open mind because it was written by Stephen King. So he got another bite at the apple. Good for him. Yeah. And I think he took an interesting approach with it. I really liked it. Because one of my favorite parts in the book is, is actually, uh, oddly enough, uh, Tom Cullen and Stu Redman's trip back to yep. Colorado.
0: I, I, I totally agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah. Wasn't in there. Um, <laughs> sorry to let you down, well, Trent.
0: Yeah. And if I remember right, a lot of that was taken out of the original publication of the book. Yeah. Um, I, I recently just uh, – this since since we talked about it last, listened to the whole book, um, and it was the, the – I think it was in 90-something. They re-released it with, with the, the complete version because the first version, uh, they had taken out parts because of – not out of uh, editorial uh, uh, cuts, but out of cost per hardback cuts.
1: If you own a copy of the unabridged version of The Stand, the updated one Trent's referring to, your hard copy is about yay thick. Your your soft copy, or what is it called? Paperback. Your paperback Paperback. in standard condensed paperback form is yay thick. I have yet to own a copy of that book in that format where it doesn't at some point split on the spine. Yep. It's just too big.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and and if I the I if I remember right, the 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 uh, the first miniseries that was done just totally breezed over the the whole return trip as well. But it's through that return trip that that we see a great interaction between Nick and Tom Cullen after Nick has died, um, and we we see like the. It, it, it's it's very good denouement because it wraps up everything. They reflect on, oh yeah, like, you know, if, if I didn't uh, see it happen, I wouldn't be able to to interpret it and tell it to everyone when I get back. There would still be a big doubt uh, as to what happened there, blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it wraps up really nicely. And I feel at least in the book, it, it leaves the reader like just really content. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's no like, at least for me, it doesn't, there's not a lot of speculation. It's like whatever happened with so and so, or or how did why we never saw what happened with this. Like it, it wraps everything up nicely, and it's not too long. Their return journey home in the book.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's it, it's it's almost just enough, and it also has a lot of, like you said, touching moments. There's the great conversation between Tom and Nick. There's the the whole experience with them uh, having Christmas, you know, just a lot of nice little moments. Uh, and it's still literally, literally, literary, in literature, it's one of my favorite stories. That's what yeah, I'm trying sure. to say. Um, and again, I what they did with it was good. And, you know, uh, hats off to Joss Boone and the other people that worked on it. But it just, uh, I, I could have really seen this. This is one of those stories that if they hadn't gone limited run, and it weren't so costly to have such a large cast and probably the the sets that they had to maintain, I could easily see this being a three to a four season story that you could spread out. Um yeah. But now I'm just repeating shit we said on the last show. By the way...
0: Well, I have a, I have a production question about it. Uh, great. How, how did Vegas look?
1: Vegas looked pretty darn good, yeah. I mean, I don't know how they got it... Uh, so many open streets, unless like they did some of the shooting during the the COVID of things. But yeah, yeah it was
0: and like I have to look that up.
1: Yeah, but you know they, what they one of the ways they they achieved it. There were some good uh, empty street. Well, you know, digital magic they can do make anything happen. Right. But there was a lot of good of empty Vegas shots. And then what they the decision they made was that the primary focus of the action in um, Vegas was more inside of like a Rio uh, the the Rio Hotel style. Hotel just set in there. So you, it was either in the hotel room, the main area down below. So it was very set-based, but they still pulled it off. Now, Trent, um, I would like to help educate others while educating myself. I have heard this term many times. Please explain to us the denouement.
0: Mm. So the denouement is the third act. That's that's uh, having having the, the conflict resolved and then just tying up any loose ends, leaving the the uh, reader, the viewer um, content and happy with the hero's journey. Seeing seeing the the hero return back home. If we're if we're following the hero's journey, that's the de
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um that is helpful. I I you saved me. I appreciate you always being my Google. Is what I'm trying <laughs> to say, friend.
0: Um. So uh, upon. You know, re going through the the stand on this time, I I really hit me how much different uh, the the walking dude, the dark man, Randall Flagg is in in the stand versus uh, the the Dark Tower series. And so I did a deep dive on the internet to try and figure out when, I mean, if not not in a linear sense of of time, but like did did Randall Flag have his interaction with the universe in the stand before he uh, you know uh, was, was dealing with um, wolves of the Kala, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, the, the popular theory on the internet is that the stand is, is was his first interaction in the Stephen King universe. And which kind of makes sense because he is a lot more brash and he just rushes into things and he doubts himself a lot more in the stand uh, because he hasn't taken the time to think things through as he does in the other books. Anyway, it was it was really interesting to see, just look at people's takes on on where things, chronologically, how they've taken place throughout all the different books.
1: Wait, why you got to bring that up, brother? Why you got to do that? Because every time I reflect on it, I not to, to ruin the books for anybody, but let's just say the end of Randall Flagg, um, the latter part of his journey was very disappointing yeah. for me.
0: I, I agree with you on that one like he he was built up too big to be thrown away so so easily
1: exactly uh, Ash Williams yeah. pointing out uh, via the chat if you want to take part in Facebook Twitter uh, YouTube all of them exist uh, under the dome was supposed to be a miniseries yes it was and I don't know that that one got uh, the I don't want to say the attention deserved but it didn't play out but you know I don't I don't want to go into that uh, right now Trent Uh Thank you for the denouement. Uh, Thank you for everything you do. Uh, Had something interesting happen. It is, once again, something around me has hit national news. Um, And you may have heard about it, or you may not have. But there was kind of the almost the COVID-era version of a hot mic incident. The nearby Uh town uh, near me is called Oakley. And in that town, the school board was having a Zoom meeting. And uh, they had posted on the website how to uh, log in to watch the Zoom call. Somebody just happened to be recording it. And like the eight minutes that were captured were very interesting because the school board members were going into how another uh, region. In order to cut down the amount of uh, community comments and how much time they talk in that, you know, community speaks portion, uh, right. they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, maybe RIT can do what these guys do. And they just limit you to three minutes and then it cuts you off. And and then uh, like there was one person talking about how, yeah, because, you know, some of these people will come at you like, you know, uh, bitch, if you're coming at me, I-, I will I will fucking come after you or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about how people are so whiny because they want to just get kids back into school because they want their babysitters. <sighs> and, uh, the most beautiful part of the whole thing, I'm, I'm giving you the much condensed version is that at the moment we're like, Oh yeah, somebody's telling me, uh, yeah, this is going out live. Um, Oh yeah, that's what they're saying. And then immediately goes to black, uh, t- uh progress testing in progress. Please stand by. Um, so far, one of the school board members has resigned. The mayor yeah, is I... now calling for them all to resign. Uh, By the way, so, one, of even, was, one of them even one of them told right? a story about their friend getting uh, a weed delivery, which is something you can't do because the kids are home at school right now. Holy hell. Wow.
0: What? Oh, how does that how does that work uh with dispensaries? Can they do like home deliveries or because the license is for a retail business, right?
1: Uh, I, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. The only thing, the only thing I can tell you is that before it was, uh, it's not legal, but it's like decriminalized. I don't know what it is. Um, but uh, before that, when it was just medicinal, the uh, Brentwood itself uh the city I live in, they had had voted that you can't have it just delivered. It has to be like your primary caregiver can bring it to you. But it couldn't be delivery. So I don't know, but I would imagine I mean there are I'm sure there are apps and services to get it to get it delivered. So
0: Yeah. I would think, right? I mean if they can send, you know, prescription drugs in the mail.
1: Oh well Zach is telling me uh that's Zach uh Byerly, not to be confused with I think Zach is it Stuart one second one of our our wonderful patreon supporters um I think it's uh, here we go give me a second he is uh well actually we got we got Zachary Stewart and there's uh, another Zach we got we got so many Zachs Trent we got Zach's coming out our ass um but he's pointing out yes yeah, some dispensaries in California can um, deliver and uh, Evie Garland is pointing out that uh weed maps would be a reference source for that so yeah apparently. Oh. You can't, if you, I mean, I don't know if you're looking to set something up, but I don't think they can go from California to Utah.
0: Well, yeah, no, Utah has just barely accepted um, uh, medicinal uh, uh, purposes, uh, and that has been interesting to see the... reactions here
1: oh i'm sure it's also been an extremely difficult road for them to travel being a red state uh but uh, it's in i mean like we're getting a lot of these zoom stories now because first there was the uh the lawyer with the cat filter and now this school board hot mic situation because that's really what it is i it's i don't know what else to call it. it it i really if you do see the video just skip ahead to like seven minutes and 54 seconds when they discover that it's going out and everybody's been listening to what they've been saying. So, uh, I it's, don't... it's
0: interesting because, um, so, uh, in fact, uh, it's, it's just funny how things work out. Uh, originally at this time, I was supposed to be doing a broadcast for a lecture series, uh, that I do once a month for the, uh, the college of science at the university I work at. Uh, except the presenter got sick and so we had to reschedule. But for that one, we we want to be able to have as many people see it as possible, but not inundate the the broadband with uh, viewers, right? So uh, they have an option, but I know that the option to get the license for this is apparently expensive. And so the University only has a few of these licenses, but it's a webinar, is what they call it. So if you have a uh, the webinar license, you can uh, embed indefinitely, have as many viewers as you want, and then that gives viewers a text response, but it won't drag down uh, any broadband or you won't hear their audio or anything like that. Um, and so that's, I mean, we use that for this broadcast that I do once a month and it, it has worked out super, super well.
1: I can definitely say one of the technologies I've been impressed with has been Shindig that's been used for uh, that Kevin Smith's Club's AMA events. They have a really good platform that's web-based and and e- relatively easy to use, uh, and it, that's really worked out well for us. But, you know, a lot of people, like, they'll even just use YouTube streaming options on things, ported out. So it's like, okay, my primary people can be here. And if you just want to watch and follow along, you can go to YouTube here. If you want to make sure it's uneventful, you can disable the live real-time chat, uh, which I haven't. DC Chivas pointing out, dude, I finally watched you guys live. Congratulations. Glad to see you. So happy you're here. See, Friday night fun and frolic for friends and festivities. Hey, look, I found another app to throw in there.
0: Yeah, that's alliteration.
1: Yeah, which by the way was another strong part at the end of uh, a one division. Great reveal, uh, good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm wondering how many more of these uh, sensitive hot mic situations we're gonna have. or Are people finally gonna be learning? Is is the question now?
0: Oh, or the or the uh, the one dude who was uh, touching himself during a Zoom call that that uh.
1: I really feel on. I feel like that, that was... one was staged. You think? Yeah, because that's just too. That's a little too, well, it wasn't on the nose, but. Um, <laughs> <it>
0: was, <laughs> You'd have known if it was on the nose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and, and, you know, as a courtesy, you got to advise whether you want that. Anyway, um, yeah, that was just, that was weird and awkward. But you know what, Trent? If it is on the nose, I got a great way for you to go ahead and clean that nose. Oh, snap. It's a live read. Are you ready?
0: I got I got goosebumps. I'm so ready.
1: I don't blame you, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get clean, if you want a great experience, if you want to harken back to when soap products were made of quality, of of pleasure. <laughs> maybe on a Zoom call, uh Duke Cannon is my new the Duke Cannon Supply Company, my new favorite company overall. I have been since Christmas using a big ass lump of coal. It's a giant bar of soap, charcoal in it. And and literally, that I'm still on the same bar, Trent. It's still going. So not only Is it an amazing soap? Not only will it get you clean, not only will it leave you feeling clean, not only is it a creamy lathery experience you can use for washing your body. I also use it when I shave this chrome dome you're seeing right here. It's a fabulous experience. Obviously for the cost, you get some use out of it as well. I am so excited to be able to get my new products. If you want to find out about duke cannon supply company if you want a a soap experience that's amazing if you want to feel like a man and you want the great american beer soap trent if you want some big ass beer soap, okay if you want to smell like leaf and leather if you want to smell like a midnight swim go to netheadsonair.com forward slash duke that will take you to the duke cannon supply company And they don't have just soap, okay? They got other things too. They got you liquid hand soap you can use. They have got a shampoo puck, Trent. This comes in a tin. It looks like a puck. You take it out, you rub it on your scalp, my friend. And you're getting clean. It is so nice. It is a fabulous product. I wouldn't mention it if I didn't believe in it this passionately. They got packages you can use to save money. And, hey, if you go to headsonair.com forward slash Duke, you can get free shipping for orders over 30 bucks in the contiguous U.S. only. I am not kidding. This is a soap that will, will make you appreciate quality soap, okay? It'll, it'll make you feel like you've been washing yourself with some nasty-ass big company product when you could have been having good quality. Because, look, man. This is my favorite time of year right now. The mornings are cold, the showers are steamy, and when the lather is rich, so are you. Start your day right. Duke Cannon Supply Company, netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke. Get your ass clean. Oh, that felt nice, Trent.
0: It was I I, I wanna I I feel dirty now.
1: <clears throat> right? You need to get clean, I- Trent.
0: Yeah, I need I need to get my ass clean. By literally. the
1: way, as long as we got your attention, folks, I want to make, uh, take this opportunity as well to point out that NetHeads on Air, uh, NetHeads, uh, we ourselves, we do have a Patreon account. So if you want more of this quality entertainment and bonus content, uh, exclusive weekly programming, haven't recorded one yet, haven't felt well this week. That's why we didn't broadcast on Tuesday. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com forward slash NetHeads on Air because consistency and i uh, want to shout out uh kevin conroy dan hanfield ron Connolly, sean ryan steve ashton eric welcome 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 I welcome help. i'm gonna take your word for it sir uh all of these amazing people one way or another help support us which allow us to do studio upgrades or buy trent a lawnmower every once in a while what the hell
0: Still using it. Uh,
1: by the way, speaking of which, DC Chivas wants to point out that your beard game, my friend, is strong. And I, I know we've probably brought this up before. Uh, actually, we have because I sent the beard comb. But um, have you ever spoken specifically? Because, uh, you know, Duke Cannon does have uh, beard treatment oils as well.
0: Oh, I did not know that. Yes, they do. I do. I'm going to look into that then specifically because, uh, no, the, the one I use is uh, one that's made here in Utah. Uh, and I like it. I don't use it a lot. I'm, I'm not, uh, one of those dudes and my beard doesn't need it a whole lot. Um, but I do, I do throw it in there. And as I've said in the past, that's, that's the one thing that has actually affected me, uh, in, in the, you know, uh, social distancing era of the world we live in is that I, I I miss throwing on some, some beard oil and going out and, and showing off the beard.
1: Yeah, man, because now, you you know, with the mask and, and things, if you don't use, like, the bandana style, you get that little crease in your beard that nobody asked for. Uh, but, yeah
0: got that line off right on your chin. First. Yeah,
1: it looks terrible. It's like somebody's been slapping their nuts on your chin the whole time. Uh, good thing for me to say, just as so you're taking a sip. Uh, yeah, they've got the best damn beard bomb, the best damn beard oil, the best damn beard wash. You can get a beardman's box with all those things in it. man. They can they can hook up your... Not that I'm still trying to do an ad, but they can hook your beard up, my brother.
0: Well, Will, and I, I, I will say this. Like, and look, folks, your facial hair... Is completely different hair than that is, which is, is on your head. They're, they're, and and they need different cleaning products. Um, so, so the fact that they have beard wash, it's important. Um, because your your regular Head and Shoulders is not going to do the do the trick on on your chin.
1: <laughs> oh my God, Zach Byerly pointing out that uh, for, the for beard products, it's Katie Holmes approved. Slightly dated reference, but I get where you are coming from. <laughs> well played. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, you know, I got to admit. Uh, right now I I've been loving the Duke cannon, but I'm really concerned from ballsy, the jolly jewels that I've got as well, because I'm like, it doesn't happen. It doesn't have instructions. You know, the manscape unboxing thing I did, you know, it's got, it's got ball toner. It's got a ball invigorator. It's like, if you want to feel a little peppy, you hit it with some ball invigorator. I think it is great products by the way. Um, but the Jolly Jewels from Ballsy, there's no instructions, So I don't know if it's supposed to just... And I'm sorry, folks. I apologize for bringing this up. But I don't know if it is just for my Jolly Jewels or is it for, like, the whole Ballfro area, if right. you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I would assume that the, that the hair probably changes between um, skin type, <laughs> right? And there's definitely lots of different skin types going on down there.
1: Yeah, definitely. You got different sizes, textures things. Um so I don't know. So the so that one's uh, obviously lasting, but I'm going to have to I'm going to have to um uh, buy from uh the whole lot here cuz I I like to do Canon and and that stuff is just nice. Anyway, yeah. sorry to keep going on about it, but it, but excited to know. I, now now I know if if nothing else right before September 1st, if I've once again been a flaky friend, I can order a Beardsman's box and have it sent oh, to you. So happy. Right. And, and, yeah. and I, but I like that. I never, I never really look, man, I don't pay attention, but it's, it's, I, I like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go to Utah and I wanna, I wanna go out with Trent and I wanna see you like getting all beard primped up, you know? And, yeah.
0: Oh, and, and there's, there's nothing, there is nothing better. Oh, the, the barber I go to, they do a, uh, a straight blade shape up on my beard. And so they're doing my cheeks. They're doing my neck with the straight razor. Uh, oh, and that is just, and then they throw the towel on, on the beard and it gets all nice. And then they cut, oh, it's, it is, it is, it's like a day at the spa for, for, for a dude. And I'm okay with that.
1: I, I completely understand when I was working in San Francisco, there was this one place that was, uh, it was relatively close to not Cobb's comedy club, but an, another one that's more around the Embarcadero area. Uh, anyway, and it was it was that type of place. Like I would, that was when I still had hair, and I would go there to get cut. But it, it, I did it because they would like come at you with a big like back massager thing. They would give you the warm towel. You know, they would really, they would really make you like uh, pull out the straight razor to straighten up those sideburn edges. Yep. And you feel, look, I'm not gonna lie, you feel special, you feel pretty, right?
0: I I've always said, look good, feel
1: good. Exactly. Which by the way, again, sir, you're looking fantastic.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Thank I myself you. too am feeling good. All that holiday gain is gone. I'm back on track. Went for another walk today with Winston. Let me tell you something, man. If you have the opportunity, all right, you got to get yourself a corgi. Now, I know you like the big dogs, Trent. Right, right. But if you want to if you want to go to the dog park, Looking for a mate of your own? Yeah. Let's just say there's a special magnet on them on them corgis.
0: Dude, uh, a friend of mine uh, also has corgis, and we got dumped on this week with snow. There is nothing I like more than watching corgis trying to go through snow that is taller than them.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm not surprised, because they it's are they, amazing. They are... <laughs> They are this a mir- little miracle where they've got what looks like a medium-sized dog's body, and then yeah. somebody oh. just took the legs and they're like, and scrunched it yep. all in there.
0: Yep, yeah, it is. It is the greatest thing because because his dogs have no fear when it goes to going through the snow, and they're just like you just see this nose coming up through the snow as it's like going through the yard. It's freak. It's the best thing in the world.
1: Okay, I apparently need to quantify a statement here. Zach's pointing out in the chat. He's like, Well, it's a good thing your wife doesn't watch this. Well, first of all, she listens, so. Uh and secondly, I'm only saying this because if you have a corgi, you will attract everybody.
0: Everybody.
1: Oh Every- yeah. Everybody loves a corgi. I mean, obviously, I wanted one for years. And Winston is uh he is uh he is a fine looking corgi. I'm very proud of him. Like even Here's how much people love corgis. Uh, our groomer loves corgis, so as long as I bring him when we drop off the Samoyans, he always gets a free nail trim. Cause, yes, because she just loves the breed. And yep. I'm, I'm yeah. not.
0: And that, they are a great breed, man.
1: My favorite thing in the world, Trent. If I please tell me if I've said this last week, because obviously I can't retain information from day to day, let alone week to week. But my favorite thing in the morning. And the one thing I worry about my family coming out to see every morning is when I let the dogs out. Because I let the big dogs out, and they may want a little attention, and they go right in the backyard. But I open the crate from Winston. He comes out, and I get over back to the carpet area, so about uh, like a, a few feet over literally lay down on the ground and start stretching his back and and say all of the cute puppy cuddle things I do. And there is nothing more adorable than when a Corgi starts stretching out and they almost get kind of like this feline reach for their, of their paws out and is stretching and it's, and he hugs you. It's just, it's what love is Trent. That's what love is.
0: Yeah. It's, it is so true. There is, there is no love greater than that of a dog for its person.
1: Yeah, well, I, you look, I got to admit, the guy is a little, he loves everyone, but it's, I mean, I'm way more into him than he's into me, I guess is the way I, <laughs> you know, it. he loves, I'm not going to lie, yeah, Winston, accept that. Winston loves his ladies, my friend, because yeah. like last night, it was a situation I pointed out, he loves to sit at my wife's feet, he loves to lay at her feet. It tears my heart every time, but loves to sit at her feet. So last night I realized, oh, he's sitting at my feet. And I looked over and I'm like, oh, it's because she's got the footrest up. And I'm like, honey, look, he's by my feet. Put your footrest down. <laughs> right on over. Yeah. Fuck this big smelly guy. I'm going for the pretty lady. I don't blame him. Um, but anyway, I don't, I'm don't. i sorry. I don't know how we got on corgis. But uh, but uh, speaking of which, how, how does Lurch do with the snow?
0: Oh, he loves it, man. He loves it. Like his favorite thing is because he's just always so hot. Like, like I'm running a fan in the house, you know, even when the, the thermometer set at 68 here in the house for heat, uh, he's just always so hot. So I let him outside. And if we've had, uh, even if we haven't had if there's snow on the ground, the first thing he does is he's just going to go out and roll in the snow for a little while, bury his head in the snow, and he lo- like he loves eating snow. That's his favorite, man. He- he's got plenty of water in the house, but he just loves to eat snow, so he'll go out and chomp on it for a while before he goes to the bathroom.
1: One of Winston's favorite treats, he comes running to the sound of the ice maker dispensing the way cats would come for a can opener. Yes! he comes, Which is great during the summer because it's an easy sure. way to give him treats and make sure they're hydrated.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and keep some cool too. Yeah, I've had I've had dogs that loved ice and and dogs that w- couldn't give two shits about it.
1: Yeah. Hey Trent, I got a question for you because I'm confused. Actually, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Dialing it back a bit to the beginning part of the conversation. Disney Plus. You want to know how powerful <laughs> Disney Plus is? When I was on said walk uh, today with uh, Winston and my daughter Emily. Uh, by the way, if you want to go to that Will Wilkins on TikTok, I I did it. My daughter prefers somebody else that we ran into's TikTok to mine. That was very hurtful. But um, I bring this up only because while we were on our walk, as we were coming back, I got notice on my watch from Apple TV advising me that there was a new episode of WandaVision streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay? So... Let's let's process this. Obviously, I guess you can connect your Disney Plus account to Apple TV or watch it through there. And, sure. And Apple has, even though they've got Apple TV Plus, they have got, um, oh, what's the one I watched all the episodes of? Uh, Mythic Quest, uh, Raven's Banquet. They've got the original programming there. They've got the morning show. They've got their own original movies. Even Apple recognizes the fact that everybody and their mother's brother wants to watch WandaVision. And they're like, Hey, any eyes coming through us are still eyes.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's advertising. We can, we can send their way in the the dashboard when they get into their TV, whatever.
1: Yeah. Now what is, what is your streaming solution again? Are you Roku based? Are you Chromecast?
0: I'm all over the place. So, uh, I've found that the, uh, Bluetooth, uh, I send Bluetooth from my TV uh, to uh, a PA system that I have set up in my house. Uh, which <laughs> sounds, I'm not going to lie, it sounds awesome. But I found that if I uh, if I'm watching something that's playing natively through the smart TV, the it, the, the delay is seamless. There's no delay at all. But If uh, I'm going through the Roku, there's uh, just a a little bit of a lag in the audio transfer, which is weird because it's still coming from the TV, Uh, the the signal. It's not the Bluetooth isn't coming from the Roku. So that, that part has been weird. So I use Roku and uh, Chromecast only for the things that the television doesn't have natively. And there's a few there, you know, there's a, a few res- wrestling streaming services, uh, the, the MotoGP streaming service, some of that stuff I can only get through Roku or the, the Chromecast, but mostly it's through, you know, the, the Samsung TV app, um, which it pisses me off because it's Android based, but it doesn't have all the Android apps, that I could that I can get, say, for my phone and, and watch streaming content from. It has to go through their very specific uh play play store, uh whatever whatever version of, of it is. It's it's Android based, but it's not a, a quote unquote Android play app application. It's it's a Samsung application. And that's probably for security reasons. Yeah, yeah. They, just, wanna, they wanna
1: they want to make sure people aren't sideloading stuff into there and potentially probably, compromising yeah. their entire TV. I get it. I understand but it, but
0: it, but it's frustrating at the same time, because, you know, I want to I want to have one place to watch everything. And that has yet to be made seamless yet.
1: I, you know, it, it is funny the way some things are quirky. Like if I am watching television, if I'm watching Disney, I, all of my stuff is like fire TV based, basically. Um, I do have a Chromecast in there, but that's mostly for just screencasting. But uh, I also have a Yamaha um, receiver surround sound system. But the weirdest thing is if I if I activate the Alexa, like asking it to play a video for some reason, and, and also all the devices are going into the HDMI on the Yamaha receiver rather than the TV and sending the audio down. Don't know why I did it just the way I did. Um, but when I do the things and I, I, I ask Alexa, like if I wanted to, like if I ask it to just play the latest WandaVision or, or if I say, you know, to play... What's something in my... If I wanted, if I say, you know, play Avengers Endgame, instead of just putting it on, somehow the Yamaha detects something and suddenly it just switches to audio input only instead of the Fire TV input and then I've got to reset everything. It's just one of those, like, weird, quirky things. Yeah. But yeah. the other thing I noticed today when I was watching through the Fire TV, and this happened last week as well, like every three minutes or every... Forty-five to ninety seconds, the audio just drops for a heartbeat out of Disney Plus. So I miss some of the words uh, that that they're saying on the One Division or or anything else I'm watching. It's quirky but, as hell. And it's
0: a wired connection, right?
1: No, no, it's, it's wire. It's wireless.
0: Oh, it, it is wireless. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, but, but it, doesn't happen. Yeah,
0: that's weird.
1: I mean, here without the audio receiver here in, in my office with the TV, uh, same exact setup. No audio drops. Nothing. I think Yamaha is high. That's what I think.
0: Well, I mean, or it's running on on a uh two uh what is it two point four gigahertz uh wave, and someone ran the microwave at that time.
1: Mm, Emily now, was emptying that, the dishwasher, but that's it.
0: Well, and we know it's a smart dishwasher. Will
1: no, no, it's not. No, this is the same one. It, that's the <laughs> oven. The oven's a oh, smart oh, one.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you you're know, right, you're right.
1: look, I had to defend my overabundance of smart shit in the house. Look, before the show was going, obviously, uh, we, we got started late because uh, the Wilkins Pizzeria was open. We were cooking dinner. I was making my homemade dough with the bread flour. By the way, if I have not said this before, if you have a KitchenAid mixer with the kneading hook, it is damn near foolproof to do pizza dough in. You're throwing your money away on the Boboli, is what I'm saying. My wife prefers my dough. Hey, she prefers my dough, if you know what I mean. But seriously, uh, homemade dough is so easy as long as you got yeast and flour and all that jazz. Uh, uh, Where the hell was I going this? Oh, so I was getting started uh, with this late, and I had to run up to change my T-shirt. And so while I'm up there, I was able to tell the Alexa to turn on all the stupid lights in here and the backdrop highlights. And, like, I walked into a studio that was almost completely ready to go, just like that. Uh, I could, I have, I, have, I have, as you saw, I, I, preheated the oven last show or two yeah. shows ago. So, you know, I look, I stand by, you know, the full compromise of security that I've got going on in here. Um, well,
0: and, and think about how cool it is, right? If, if you are financially able and tip of the hat to you for being in this a position like this, but to like build your own home right now, how awesome would it be to like integrate all of that into your wiring? And into just having one smart hub, uh, that you can control everything through your house, not having to go back and repull wire or anything else like that. Like building building this into the infrastructure of your home.
1: The uh, the biggest uh, point of contention in my home for a while has been that my my daughter's um, Google whatever their puck is called. Um, and when she had an Alexa device in there that uh, those were independent of our accounts. I have almost been tempted at one point to put a Bluetooth speaker into her ceiling. And an Amazon Alexa from my account into the ceiling, so she can't get to it. Just so I could like drop in and 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 annoy the piss out of her. Basically, I'm been I'm still very tempted to do it, you know. <laughs> but uh, but one of the biggest uh, contention points as a as a as a nethead, as a techhead, as a guy who wants things done right, uh, this house was probably just a few years away from uh them doing like proper RJ45 or 47 or whatever cat 5 cat 7 cabling throughout yeah. the entire house and just using network jacks and having a centralized uh point for for all of that to be dispatched from biggest point of contention that I I just wish I cuz that way it wouldn't matter where the router is you know I could still yeah. have a full network delivering all this shit from the 25 freaking computers I got laying around here doing all this stuff with.
0: I know, right? Like like we th- we think of like the workplace and we have, you know, the the server room or or the communications room where everything comes in and then is dispatched out. We can tuck it away. We don't have to look at it. It's not like this big grotesque bunch of cables and modem and wires sitting behind the TV or or, you know, wherever the the cable comes in like I just hope I. How is that's got to be a thing that the builders are doing now, right? Is is to have you know a small utility closet just for the communication stuff? I would think, right?
1: Well, I th- first of all, I think it's an option. I also think it's regional. But um, like uh, this one couple on TikTok, I know that it looked like their house was wired that way. They did have a central cabinet. They had a patch bay because that's one of the things I wish. I wish in the family room that uh the roku or any other devices were actually hardwired into a patch and they were they were streamed because you know i do run like a plex server here in the house and if i want stuff to stream out it's technically at that point it's going wi-fi but but i don't think that's the reason why the audio is dropping in there for all i know something that just needs to be patched i know the yamaha ran a device update recently but yeah i i mean why that's the way houses should be wired up now, and I'm sure they are. That's an interesting thing. I, I think there is some, still some property development in the area. I should just go and check out like a model home and see what they are offering nowadays, just so I can lament and be pissed off. I guess.
0: I mean, I mean, we're, we're essentially at the point of likened to when having a, a cable jack in every room started becoming common rather than just, you know, one. And then if you wanted more, you had to run more coax wherever, wherever it was going or whatever. Like, um, yeah, it's just, and I'm just hyper aware of it because I'm in an older home. They are uh, plaster and lath walls, not even uh drywall. So there's, you know, we're, we're not getting into these walls to, to pull anything. And I've made very creative use of the heating ducts as to pull a uh, uh, cat seven cable through to get, Make sure every room has an Ethernet uh, connection.
1: Well, at, le- at least you utilized an easy to run. <laughs> I mean, do you do you still like have some of that electric wiring in the house where it's like those those uh, those ceramic cylinders with wires on either side and that kind of crap?
0: In in the attic, there are um, they're, they're they're called insulators, uh, not unlike what they have on the top of a uh, high power transmission line back in the back in the day, anyway which are glass insulators that a live wire is wrapped around running power through. Yeah, that's that's my attic.
1: Good to know. Death <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> Tre- now I'm the new story. Is your attic going to kill you?
0: Find out tonight on NetHeads. Oh
1: Action my- news. Yeah, by the way, speaking of which, um, again, my one of my favorite escapes is TikTok. And... Uh, This week has been very interesting. And if anyone uh, out there uh, is either impacted or knows people that are impacted uh, by the horrible uh, snowstorm and freezing situation in Texas, know that our hearts do go out to you. Not necessarily our money, but our hearts do go out to help. uh, hope that things are well with you. Because You know, it's just it's terrifying to see some of the things that have happened, like uh, burst pipe situations. And then people literally have uh, icicles and ice rinks in their home, uh, alert messages going off in apartment buildings that weren't prepared for this type of thing. People not running water to keep uh, stuff going uh, through, which, by the way, is one of the few things I knew about because my in-laws used to have a, uh, a place in Tahoe. And that was like, one of the things like, you got to make sure, make that, make sure that one sink, that one's got a drip. Okay. And, and do this. And it's, uh, it's just, it's terrible. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I can say is like, at least hopefully I think this is like a once in a decade event, you know, boy, are, are we really, uh, just hitting a, a million here? You know, California had campfires in COVID last year, Texas yeah. has got COVID and freezing this year. What the hell? Enough already. Yeah. We get it. Give us some breathing room, please. Uh, anyway, Trent, I, I think uh, unless there's a topic you want to talk about, I think we have reached the end of our NetHeads journey this week. I think we have we have done it right. We've done it in, and it's time to be done with it. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. You got anything?
0: No, no, I, I accept the end.
1: I'm. You're a lot. Not not,
0: not, un, not unlike Ralph and Glenn and Larry. I accept, come what may.
1: Look, man, I gotta tell you, I just, I still don't understand why, why, why did they have to go to Vegas? Why, why? You so have I, this. I figured,
0: I figured this out in the re-listening of through throughout the whole book. Um, we don't know if Flag would have been there. Uh, when trash can man brought in the warhead at that time. And and he, he definitely wouldn't have had everyone localized together all right there. Cause we know through in the book, he's in LA. Sometimes he's in, or Orla- uh, Portland. Sometimes he's in Washington uh, state, Seattle sometimes. And he's just, he's all over the place. And uh, in fact, they had to uh, there are times where people are waiting for him to, to get back to Vegas to do things. So uh, sending them brought him there at the same time that the trash can man could bring in the Dale sex Machina to take care
1: of him. Gotcha. It was, did we talk about this last week? So that was the thing. It's what it's the impetus that had them all gathered. And uh, actually, you know, also there may be part of the metaphysical. There were people there that were in support of the good, if you will. And, and that is what permitted God's hand in the book, if you will, to take, take control of that energy and, uh, demonstrate his wrath Uh, CBS. Yeah. yeah. The the stand version on CBS all access had an interesting approach with that too. Uh,
0: uh, well, and, and that's just right because it took the, the, the one guy standing up to flag for the, for, uh, Larry and Ralph for him to actually use his, his, his mystic spark, uh, because, for the most part, he he kept that under wraps, but it but it took that to push him over the edge to to use something that came back to bite him well to destroy everything.
1: Yeah, it was one heck of a heck of a humdrum. DC Chief is wanting us to shout out the Murps and the Get Fresh Crew. All right. Well, it is done. Murp. Uh, yeah, that's the uh the minor internet uh something personalities, minor internet radio personality, I think Smirp stands for, uh, comes from the uh, Smodco, uh, Smorning Show slash Nooner crew, which, by the way, you can still find Smodcast.com. Uh, yeah, Trent, I well, thank you for for uh, helping me to come to that realization and and getting some acceptance to the book that I read once a year. So uh, even though I never seem to, to catch that detail until now, but then again, there are details. I completely oh. miss. Uh another one of those moments where my wife is like I, I you're married really. Uh I was watching last week, look folks, this is much cheaper than therapy. I don't remember what was going on, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch um I'm going to watch Infinity War and then I'm going to watch Endgame. I don't remember what, what teed it up. Cuz you know, the portal scene gets me every time at the end of Endgame and it's a it's it's a nice healthy cry like I said, much cheaper than therapy. But uh, instead of just jumping all the way to the the final battle like I did, I instead I, I kind of like watched the highlight reel of Endgame because it was Sunday. I had shit to do. Three hours, come on! But yeah. uh, but uh, one thing I had never noticed until now because these uh, the writers uh, McFeely Martin and, uh, Marcus and McFeely these guys. They are, they don't throw things away. They do good shit is the, is the whole point. You know, they, in Captain America, it's like, you know, don't do anything stupid while I gone. How can you, you taking all the stupid with you. Then they inverted that for Cap and Bucky and Avengers end game. One detail I never noticed. If I were a real writer, I would have noticed this pepper pots. Uh, when Tony's like, I, I found it. I, I discovered the time travel. I, I did it. Uh, and he's like, you know, I, I don't. Uh, maybe I shouldn't you know, maybe I should just throw it in a box toss it in the lake go to bed and pepper then says but Would you rest and then at the end of the movie after the snap she tells him it's okay. Tony will be okay You can rest now Yeah, and 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 you know, I'm one thing you got to one important lesson if I can convey anything else to you folks if You are talking and you know, you are going to cry Stop Stop. talking. (laughs) Just stop. Just stop.
0: Yep. Just stop and let it pass. It'll pass. You
1: you, you can't get through this, but don't keep talking because it's just, mm -mm, don't do it. Don't. Don't do it. Uh, And with that, folks, we are going to release you to the rest of your Friday night. Or whenever it is you are listening to us, thank you very much for joining us wherever you are in your journey with the Netheads. We greatly appreciate you. We have so much fun doing it. Uh, and as a matter of fact, this too, much cheaper. Well, actually, looking around and all this shit, I don't know if it's cheaper than therapy, Trent. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Maybe one session or two, but mm, after that. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, don't forget, uh, uh, I am that Will Wilkins on Twitter. Trent is a part of him. Be sure to check out Devotion Wrestling uh, on the YouTube's. Correct.
0: Yes, please. Yeah, and Fight TV if if uh, it's a free app if you want to stream it live when they, when they do the premieres on Thursdays.
1: There you go. That's a that's a good time because the uh, it, something else goes Wednesdays now, right? That's the uh, the AEW I think is Wednesdays or are they Thursdays yeah. too?
0: Yep. Yep. they're they're Wednesdays.
1: Man, there are there are. Oh hey, congratulations, Trent! We've received hundred messages today with restream good job yeah hey now we're hey we're getting people talking or Zach's really bored one or the other uh thanks does, guys does... yeah uh don't forget netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke or just netheadsonair.com for what is supposedly the central source of all information uh check out our patreon subscribe on the YouTube please we've actually Trent we've seen growth on the YouTube we're getting what? subscribers and I'm not even selling a robot or giving away a robot anymore Right, you know <laughs> well doggies uh anyway folks thank you very much until next time my name is will
0: and i'm trent
1: and we will be back soon this is netheads with will wilkins and trent hunsaker signing off oh. i know right but stop being a little nancy ain't deal with it
0: NetHeads, we'll be back
1: soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Okay, Trent, two quick things. One, I want everyone to know the whole red light thing last night. I prepped my wife for that. I thought it would be funny. Uh, it,
0: it was. It
1: played really well.
0: Yeah, it played great.
1: I had a great time with it. So that's one thing. The second thing uh, I sent out, I got to tell you how, how pathetic it is when you're living that low-carb lifestyle. So I wasn't hungry Later, I had a late lunch. Uh, and on uh, and the NetHeads uh, account, I tweeted out the amazing picture of the pizza that my wife made, right? I I got the dough ready and then she, I mean, it looks amazing. And I was just looking at that. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to go out into the kitchen. I'm going to take all the pizza ingredients and put them in a disposable pie pan layered with sauce, veggies and meats and sauce and cheese. And I'm going to bake that. What a fucking letdown.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, It's the dry hand job of food.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dry hand job of food.